got to turn off the old hazards. I'm turning off Pod Save America and Elizabeth Warren talking about Iran to wish my wife a happy 40th birthday and tell her how much I love her. And I'm a minute later than I said I was going to be because I'm parked around the bend (laughs) to record this message, which she's not even you're not even going to listen to because you don't listen to the pod. And that just double shows how much I love you because I'm not going to say go listen to the pod because I put in an effort because it doesn't matter. It's not about you, but it is. It's about me. Putting out in the world how incredible you are, how amazing you are, and how grateful I am that you're in my life. Now, hit it, you. That last part sounded so, so, um, I don't have anything written down, obviously, but that last part sounded, uh, what, what is it? Cardboardy? What? No, 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 um, stale? Now, hit it, you. But seriously, hit it. Practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast, the first fish of 2020. That's what I'm saying, I'm going 2020, I'm Casey. And as your first fish ord of biz, all abreeze. Shorten. Abreeze, always. Make it short and sweet, hashtag WW3. I don't think we ever talked about it, but uh, one of our friends in Columbus, uh, she married a, a guy from Scotland, and one of their big things in Scotland is, um, I forget the like uh, the name of it, but it's like rhyming slang, hmm. where instead of saying like, hey, we're going to go grab a couple beers, they go, hey, we're going to go grab a, grab a couple Richard Gears. Yes. Yes. That's... um. Cat's freaking out. The kid's fine. Cat, is, are you fine? Is Ash? Uh, fine? M- my uh, official rhyme saying is the rat <laughs> is wrecking shop. <laughs> Ooh, I know that fucking tone. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! Ah, oh, it's a PTSD. Uh, oh. Now that you have a beautiful young daughter in your house that is like has a personality. How much do you hate your pets? Because I really want to break my cat over my knee. <laughs> I'm glad you're saying it because I feel like such a lech for only... having these emotions towards these animals who came first. I love my dogs. But literally, of course, yes. we were driving home. This It's so interesting you brought it up because I was actually dog sitting for Jesse and Andrew, my brother and sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. And they have three dogs, three big, oh, beautiful yeah. Yeah. dogs, like Rhodesian Ridgeback, a Rhodesian Mix. Uh, it's called like a Carolina dog. Just these strong, hardy dogs with yeah. a bark that will fucking shave the bark off a tree. Yeah. <laughs> Not to say bark twice, yeah. but that's all I can think of. And then so when I'm out there dog sitting them, Meg will come out, but she will come out sporadically because with mm-hmm. those three dogs and our three dogs, and the Earth's wind, the it's noise. Patrick Swayze's North, North versus South. <laughs> it is so 
crazy. So, like, I, we were driving home, and it was just, like, so on edge that, like, Meg went to undo her seatbelt to, like, adjust Ruby, and Ruby had just fallen mm-hmm. asleep. Yeah. And just the sound of Meg's seatbelt clicking lets Dirt, our oldest dog, <laughs> know that, hey, maybe we're about home and we're going to get out. So I'm excited. And she barked. And like in unison, we just said, Dirt, you're a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> like with such fervor and um, authentic- authenticity that oh, yeah, I just no. felt awful. But that's as just, New Yorkers, yeah. you've never called another human being within the the mix of like the way i've shouted at this cat with just like i'm going to fucking kill you <laughs> the shake the shake you get in i'm going to fucking kill you <laughs> oh it's so i think anybody my out baby's there, asleep yeah. and you're going to fucking stand on my hair which is very <laughs> long which i understand is very hard and then you're going to blow yeah. a fucking snot rocket in my face and her face she just fell asleep. I'm gonna fuck her oh, in yeah. your neck. So, Mary, uh, Happy New Year. We hate our animals. We love them, but we hate them. Yeah, so... Oh, my God. To Just to jump back into it, yeah, I totally understand everything you're talking about. And it's not just, like, now... Um, uh, I'm Hans... I'm Casey. I don't even think I think we I didn't even think we said our names as soon we, as you. Well, I mean, we may have. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I tried to I tried to go into a bit about something and then the cat fucked me up and now I'm like I'm just gonna. He's done. He's over. <laughs> yeah, so he fucked a bit. Consider dude. him Irishman. That's not and so the thing is Ruby doesn't even wake up from naps really. Like when she goes down, she's hard. So yeah. it's different than when she was first born, and a dog actually woke her up after. It's not different. The rage is equal, but, like, I remember the first time I felt it was, like, she would always, like, have a... I, it was always easier mm. when she would go down to bed with Meg when she was a newborn. And with me, it took struggle, yeah. and Meg, at the first time, Meg was out having a show. And, you know what? It might have only taken ten minutes. But it felt to me like... That's the I, It was three hours trying to put her to sleep. Yeah. And the second I put her down, I, like stubbed my toe coming around the corner but 10 seconds after putting her down and the dogs lost their minds and immediately woke her up and like i just i was like i was like andy bernard about to punch your wall like it's a it's a scary feeling when you don't it's a scary feeling when you begin to comprehend the rage that is only Mm -hmm. skin deep yeah printers i've talked about it years and years ago printers do it to me no, me too. Like, the most, like, banal piece of technology, like, that's how I understand my father the most is through, like, yeah, sure. his, like, b- fucking black-eyed shark rage for, like, a Gateway 2000 computer, which I'm just like, oh, yeah, I mean, I fucked it up probably because I was trying to look at porn or my brother, you know, like, I knew why the thing was fucked up but he didn't get it he was like i'm trying to do the spreadsheets for the baseball schedule (laughs) yeah Yeah. uh and and that's where it is that's what it is right like the big things i i like to say i can approach them with an air of composure for example if there were god forbid i mean obviously within reason a car accident 
say my wife got mm-hmm. into a car accident, say I got into a car accident, I think yeah. I could be able to get out and go, oh my God, are you all right? Or if it were Meg, like, oh my God, is everybody yeah. okay? Everybody breathe. We... This is yeah. fine. But if I were to be pulling out of the garage and put the tiniest scratch on the vehicle as I was coming, like backing out, like, and I hit a yeah. lawnmower, like just, I would fucking throw the baby seat over the roof. Yeah. Like that for whatever <laughs> oh, no, reason, totally. it's the small shit. It's like, it's, it's, it's the, uh, uh it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's, it, it's, I have it's where, it where with at. putting things together. That oh, we've yeah. ordered. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know how to craft furniture. Like, I don't think make things out of wood. Like, my brother Jesse can could make you a fucking bookshelf that you only read about. He can just be like, sure. what kind of wood you want? And he'll put it together and then you're good to go and he'll bring it to your house. And you're like, I don't even have enough books. Even people but that like, know woods are interesting, right? Like, yeah. we're like... What what do you mean? What kind of wood do I want? Do you want a hardwood? And then you're supposed to be like, oh, I know what hardwoods are. I don't know what Good hardwoods are. Wood? The particle kind is bad. The expensive kind is um, too expensive. Sorry, go so ahead. So anything like cheap and shitty like that, like I can't do it because there's always a piece missing. Oh, yeah. It's always because like sometimes there's genuinely a piece missing, like 80% of the time. I just am in a rush to like, I just got to put this fucking thing together because I live in a small space. Or you've used so, that piece in a piece yeah. as a piece you shouldn't have. Like we ordered a, a drawer when we first moved in before Harvey was born. Yeah. And it was just, they sent me two left side pieces of wood. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And I looked at it. I'm like, this one has an R sticker. This one has an L sticker. But they're the same piece of wood. Sure. And then I go, I took shop. I can make this work. And then I just like manhandled this thing before Ashley got home from work. And I was like, Ash, it can't, we can't send it back because it's from overstock.com. But I made it work. And then, of course, and then the drawer falls out. And like, yeah, we got a, we got a couch, like a pullout or convertible couch from Wayfair. And this will show you. This will show the unreasonable aspect of my rage, or or whatever it is that's yeah. wrong with me. Because it is something. It's I don't know if it's daddom. I don't know what it is. But the underlying we call it irritability, restlessness, and discontent. Yes. And it is like I'm with you, bubbling 100%. under the surface at all times now. Um, so we got this this convertible couch again. It was before Ruby was born, mm-hmm. and they. It's so funny. They sent. And you had to screw it together. It wasn't a lot of pieces, but they just sent the two sides. They sent two left sides, essentially, or two right sides. It doesn't Here's matter. Here's my thing. If you gave me 10,000 pieces, I think I'd be okay. But if you only give me 15, I can't do it. I can't. Right. Is that because there's always 14 pieces? Is that overconfidence? So you don't even open the book? You're like, it's only 15 pieces. I, I mean, 15. I know Deutsch. I know <laughs> Deutsch, man. I can just read the Deutsch. <laughs> Uh yeah, so they just sent two of two sides that were the same side, two lefts or two rights, <laughs> two lefts, and it wasn't even. Here's here's the reasonable response that I could have come to, the conclusion I could have come to mm-hmm. immediately. Well, what the hell? They sent two of the same sides. I can do nothing about it from here on out, except yeah. for get on yeah. my computer, like the 
um, non-craftsman I am and go, you sent me two wrong sides, send mm-hmm. me another one, which I eventually did. Or yeah. I could fly into a embarrassing rage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Convince myself that I'm wrong and that they're both the wrong. They're both different sides and I need to spin this one and then almost break the whole unit instead of just having one piece. And at the end of the day, yeah. breathe, have your wife look at you like. I don't. I don't know who I married. I don't. Yeah. I don't recognize you. <laughs> for you to realize, oh, I just need to call them for that other piece that will be here in four days, and I can add three screws, and I'm done. But I want my couch no. now. No. You measure. That's what I did. I was like, I'll just download two more podcasts, and I'll measure it. And I got a drill and screws. I'm just gonna flip that shit oh, yeah. and just oh, drill yeah. it. And of course, it was the most awful piece of furniture you've ever seen and we just ended up throwing it in the garbage anyways right but and i was like no no i got it i got it. i can do it at the end of the so day what i'm doing you're lucky you don't maim someone with this shoddy furniture yeah. and i say you meaning me i mean rhetorical putting this stuff together poorly because somebody's gonna sleep on that couch it's gonna collapse onto their goddamn oh yeah no knees. the the drawer shut because I, in a blackout rage, I just slammed them ten times as hard as I could and went, You motherfucker! Shut! 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 And I went, Oh, they shut! Oh, I need to put Ashley's bras and panties in here now. And then the fucking front falls off. <laughs> oh, God. And how about this for putting something in? I was putting in a new um, faucet uh, in the kitchen. New kitchen oh, faucet. God. And again, relatively easy. The instructions are easy. It's like a 10 panel instruction piece, graphic panels. Mm-hmm. And as <laughs> that's when you the go thing, to graphic, get started, give me just words. Don't give me pictures. Pictures fuck me up because I'm a comic book guy. Like, give me words because right. then I'll think. When you begin a sink, so for those of you listening who know about sinks, you'll appreciate this. Like those of you listening who know about oil and steering fluid or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Your sink basin goes down under your countertop, and your faucet is behind the basin. So to remove that faucet, you have, I don't know, an inch and a half between basin and um, cabinet wall to get your hand mm-hmm. up there and unscrew that washer or whatever to get the faucet off. Now, yeah. what I've just explained to you, you can't fit a wrench in there because you don't have no. the mobility to go around. There's no room for it. Well, there's a tool that comes with every faucet set that looks just like a normal piece of the faucet. But what it is, is a special tool that is long beautiful tool and goes works. up and then you put another piece under it like a corkscrew and it will unwind that for you. Right. Just a piece yeah. of plastic, just an extender to get that washer off. But it looks mm-hmm. like a yeah. piece of tubing for the thing. So you start yeah. off, you go, all right. And of course you start, I start the faucet. I go, all right, I got to be somewhere in an hour. Faucets are metal. Metal fa- goes here. Assembly time for a faucet. 20 minutes. I got to be somewhere in an hour. <laughs> yeah. 30, 40 <laughs> minutes later trying to wedge this bolt out behind this basin. And I'm about to jump off the roof. Hey, Harvey. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Happy New Bath. New Bath, New You, New Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say hi, Hansi. Hey, yeah. 
Yeah. She called me a, working on it. a dunkhead. <laughs> she heard about your, your craftsmanship. You're so smart. Thank you. Love you too. Love you, Harv. Uh, yes, I will. Oh, I don't care about We I have am. a box for you guys, and we're not. As, oh, well, that's nice. As Ashley said, we're not bastards. I heard her. I heard her. I never would have thought that. <laughs> I am speaking of rage. You thought we were bastards already, so it doesn't matter. I want my gifts. Um, Give me stuff. I did. I, there, there was, I don't know where we were with rage, but maybe. I don't know if it's a good thing that we've gone on 18 minutes about rage. But yeah, as far as, I don't, I don't, and I don't even know if we'll keep the, I sent you guys something, somebody stole it off your porch, and now this poor person from eBay yeah. is getting the wrath of me. It's not their fault. <laughs> USPS has a tracking, they said it was delivered, they don't have evidence, but this, eBay has a um, full covers policy, but I've found out that they fucking twist the nipple of the people that sell it, so their full coverage is screwing over the people that sell. So, no, I'm pretty sure. disappointed at that. But it, it's okay. They were a dickhead to me, so now they will pay. You gotta spread, the, spread that around. It's not Christmas anymore. It's 2020 now. Yeah, yeah. it's not. Oh, they lost so much of my shit. At, in, I think I, I already sent you this messages, but in the span of like sending packages and ordering gifts mm-hmm. for Meg and tis the season, consume, con- well, no, more like send out. I probably we probably had twenty things going and coming in the mail total, and at one point eight of them were in limbo. Said they'd either been delivered and weren't. Nobody got it. Uh, were missing mm-hmm. one of them that was supposed to be. Or I think I told you that they were like our delivery comes in seven to thirteen days. It was in fucking Korea, stuck between Korea and China, waiting for a package. And then what? I was like, I ordered Meg like this ring, like this cool like nameplate ring. From yeah. what appeared yeah, yeah. to be a reputable company, and of course it's not now. The kids that were mining yeah. the jewels for this ring in Korea. So anyway, so that was up in the air, and of course I felt bad. I was like, well, this isn't going to get here for a month. And then I was like, but I shouldn't have ordered from this, you know, from uh, well, and it's chairman. Like, it's like, not to shit on, like, fucking the United States Postal Service, but oh, like... shit away. Outside of the country, like my wedding ring, Ashley ordered it from someone through Etsy. Yeah. And it literally, when she like did the follow up, like it was supposed to be here like two weeks ago. They're like, oh, I don't know where it went. Probably fell in the seats of a fucking (laughs) seat. (laughs) And then sure enough, someone went, we found it in the seats of the seat. And I was like, that's a thing? That's not in a fucking Christmas movie or a Valentine's movie where like... Chris Farley goes, hey, what's this? Oh, I'm, the, you know, like, I'm Cupid now. Like, and they were like, yeah, it was found in the seats of the seat. No, that's not a thing. Have you, next time you're in your vehicle or a vehicle, reach down. Those seats like, don't exist. It it's not an Oldsmobile no. from 1965 with an open, a bench seat. <laughs> Try reaching in between the seats of your Kia now. Like, that person, that was sitting on the shelf hey. the whole time. And they were like, uh, follow up. Did you uh, say seats of the seat? Yeah, tell them the seat. Uh, it's in the, it's on the seats of the seat shelf because that's all the little stuff, and we can't give them to Jerry because Jerry's got sticky fingers. 
I ordered. So we can't, you know, like it just sits in a fucking bucket until they're like, ah, <laughs> yes, the bucket's full. The bucket. Send out the seats of the seat bucket. So May Ruby broke my glasses. She just literally went up to me and just and showed them. me my glasses and just went snap. Like, like she was, like it was high school and she was the bully and I was the nerd. And she was <laughs> like, she's Biff and Hey, her. you forgot these in the locker room. Snap. And I was like, all right, well, I don't have glasses now. So I order glasses and it's like, order them to get there within like five days, five to seven days to get there. Having the old pair, the old prescription. Yeah. And I get the tracking. Oh, hi. Ooh, is that Fresca? That's La- LaCroix original. Oh, no flavor? No flavor. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> she what knows is, what, that's the rub. What is <laughs> because that? Because she's like, I'll drink the whole can, but I have to share with you. What is the, um, what is the, so non-flavored LaCroix, what is the Flanders joke? Something, something, ice milk. <laughs> I just always think of uh, um, uh, Spaceballs when he's just like, ooh, it's air. It's just flavored air. Oh, yeah. Disney Plus? Are you Disney Plusing? Yes. Simpsons, man. What a have, treat. I haven't di- dive, been able to dive into it. I've just been watching movies we own ten times over. Oh, yeah. A lot of them Finding Nemo. A lot of Moana, a lot of Nemos. Yeah, oh yeah. Sometimes a Mandalorian every now and then. Did you see... Alright, real quick, because just... No, you know what? It doesn't matter. Anyway, glasses. I'm dealing with the glasses company. Harvey's going to come in anyways and steal a drink out of my Coors Light again. And it was not even a seat. It was... The tracking said it was literally at my post... At the post office around the Mm -hmm. corner. And so I called them and they're like, so here's the deal. It does say it's here, but it's not here because what happens is they make a sticker, a tracking sticker, when they put it in a shipping container. And that tracking sticker just tells it that it's here, but it's not here yet because we got to scan it in for out to for delivery. And I was like, okay, so where is it? They're like, I don't know. And I was like, man. okay. I don't know, man. So, Where's the sticker? I just told you we give it a sticker. So I was like, where is. How do you track the tracking container? <laughs> Basically, the guy was just like, look, hey, we man. messed up. Like, just call Have them. Have you seen the second season of The Wire? <laughs> you know how crazy tracking containers are? <laughs> it's crazy. There are bodies in there sometimes, dude. And you're like, I just want my package. He's like, sticker. And it's stuck to his hair as he turns around. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And of course, I right. finally like, contacted right, them. And I was like, you know, it's not a big deal, but they are glasses and they're supposed to be here. And they say that they're like, all right, well, we're just saying it's definitely there, but we'll just send you out a new pair. So they send a new pair. (laughs) That's the best. And I got a new pair and it comes. And two days later, the old pair shows up. So now I guess I have two pairs. See, that's like fucking like I hate that shit because that's like restaurant logic. Like that's restaurant. Like when someone's like, um. I, we ordered the side of asparagus, and you're like, um, I'm, I'm okay. I'll check on that. I think the kitchen fucked it up. Oh yeah. And oh, then you're yeah. like, fuck you, you. <laughs> and then you fucked it up, and they fucked it up. So then they get like three of the same thing because you're like, I put it in the system. 
And they're like, the ticket didn't print because you didn't put the fucking ticket in. And then everyone just gets more of, like, the shit they didn't, they you just wanted one of You put it as anyways. a side to an entree, yeah. not a summer fun! <laughs> it's like, and then, of course, you know, then you come back like, we're not even fucking busy right now, Tony. <laughs> what are we going <laughs> to do when we have no service? God damn, I hate you. Uh, would you like more Coke? <laughs> yeah. What How's your cab solve? What people don't know that haven't worked in the restaurant industry as far as the dynamic and the tension of relationships between front of house, back of house, managerial, what goes on just behind yeah. the curtain between, mm-hmm. can I get you another refill, sweet pea? How's that Coke? Is that tasty too? I'm gonna fucking burn this fight to the ground! <laughs> Change the bib on the Coke, you fuck! It looks weak! <laughs> but then you guys all hang out at the end of the night. Like, that's yes. the thing. Like, if you worked in an office, if you treated the janitorial staff like that, they would throw you out the fucking window of the right. top floor. But in a restaurant, you're like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. And they're like, not if I kill you first. And you're like, well, good luck. Give me some more fucking tater tots. Oh, you want to fuck with me? Yeah, I want to fuck with you. Give me more. And then at the end of the night, you're like, yeah, can I buy you James? Like, yeah, you still love each other, but you're like, I'm going to fucking kill you. But here's what happens for again, for all of you that haven't worked in the industry. Here's the shift that happens after the kitchen is about to slice your throat and seal it with duck fat yeah. is they sit down, can I buy you James and buy you a beer. Let's have a drink. And they go that you see how many fucking cokes that fat piece of shit was drinking. I couldn't stop yeah. filling his cup and up. Remember his name. Remember his name. <laughs> he comes in here again. And then he comes in again and you go, oh, another, can I get you another coke? I know yeah, you like your cokes. You. Always keep it full for you. And then, and we then, got the cane sugar coke. It's the good coke. <laughs> Wink. Yeah. Oh, God, that's funny. I don't even know. This is Rage Cast. Um, I didn't know where but that's where that would come back. It like matter. we take it out on our sadly on our our pets sometimes. We yell at them like they're the sous chef in a restaurant. Yes, yes. No, and that's the thing. Here's the thing. There's a hierarchy, and that's why the rage percolates because people in the kitchen fucking go ape shit, and they scream at somebody, and they scream at the food runner. Yeah. And there's always a brink, because if you walk in the kitchen and go, I need a fucking this, they will fucking kill you. Oh, yeah. Because but there's... that's why you scream at the the guy, the food runner, because that's you set up the hierarchy and you're like, you give me this right fucking now, and I, I need it right now. And then you go, hey, chef. Hey. Yeah. There is. The... And then they fucking yes. scream at you. There is also. Someone's got to eat crow. There is, there is the dynamic. And it does exist, and I've always, well, I haven't always been front of house, but essentially, since I've been making my living as an adult, I've been front of house. For those that don't yeah. know, that means, basically just means dealing with the customers in one way or another, bar, tables, yeah. um, host, whatever. Back of house is the kitchen. Food runners, ah, I don't know, food runners is right in the middle. They they get the, they get the abuse. They're the ones who, yeah. the chef tells them where to take the food, and the mm-hmm. server tells them they fucked up. And the chef says, yeah. no, they didn't. Um, anyways. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, the dynamic is this, and it's real. Unless you are a head chef or a sous chef of renown, mm-hmm. and you work in a kitchen, 
You better be doing it for the love, you prostitute, because you do not get compensated. Whereas, if you're front of the house and you have put your time in, you're most likely at one of two places. A fancy enough restaurant where no matter what, you're going to get the tips you need to live on. Or the type of inside baseball bar restaurant where after putting in your dues, they're like, you got to work at this place. Because this place is fucking legit, and mm-hmm. you can make your nut. So, yeah. for example, at Trailer Park, here's an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had two guys working in... The, and I was one of the guys in the kitchen, so just a heads up. And this isn't taking away. I'm just showing how this was fucked up. Two guys working in the smallest kitchen, working on a small menu. Oh, yeah. It was a bar yeah. menu. Burgers, it's a tater tots. The... So hot. I mean, you just, you could not get away from that grill. And it was so hot, I got a fungal infection on my back. I had to go to the doctor because I couldn't maintain the sweat. You couldn't get get dry. I I couldn't get dry. Um, Anyways, so what would happen is these guys would make, um, their their arrangement, they they would, I think they walked with $110 a night. Reasonable for Mm -hmm. work. That's probably better than somebody that's on the, because I don't think they're on the books. But the person serving that food the same night could potentially make $500 or $600. So just that despair, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, disparity creates some serious yeah. tension. And that's a bar restaurant. At a fancy restaurant, I'm thinking of, or say the French restaurant I worked at, oh, the yeah. guys in the kitchen that are dealing with this quote, he was a piece of shit, but this quote unquote renowned chef who he was classic like french abuser chef like ratatouille shit yeah he was so fucking yeah. unexceptional unacceptably ruthless to these people and yet they had to deal with the shit from him and the shit from the 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 wait staff and fucking walk with ten dollars an hour when the wait staff yeah. meanwhile as they walk Can... out the wait staff sneaking fucking scotches in their soda oh cups. yeah you're getting wines and drinks like you're ordering a drink to a non-existent table mm. and they're just like i don't know what happened like i know because that was the thing i worked in a fancy restaurant on both uh, ends like i was a food runner for a fucking cokehead fucking trained by the fucking worst of the worst and he just for shits and giggles throw one end of a plate into the salamander so that when i grabbed it it would be like hot <laughs> as fuck Oh god. Just for just for shits and giggles, just to watch watch the food runners like squirm. To watch the Or if we burn. fucked up Yeah, no, exactly. And then he'd do a bunch of cocaine and fuck up the kitchen and everybody'd be like and then he would he like I remember after I got out of I was like, Okay, cool, like I'm just gonna be a waiter then. Right. And finally worked my way up. He just was like, Yeah, no, don't talk to me anymore. Right. Like, just all, all servers. He was like, because he would just fuck it up so because he was doing shit like that. He was just fucking around with food runners, fucking around with people in the kitchen, drinking, getting fucked up. And he was just like, no one talked to me. I'm like, you know, like, I'm a maestro, that maestro sort of mentality of just like, I don't give a fuck. The food comes out when it comes out. And I was like, great. I'm going to get drunk on shift then. Yeah, exactly. Because if I'm going to get yelled at by these people from the Upper West Side, 
I'm going to have a nice buzz because I'm from the Midwest. And that always helps when you're like, I'm so sorry. Would you like a little bit more cabs off? Uh, Top you off. I apologize. And you just give away what you can give away. Would you like to speak with the chef? I'll get him. <laughs> oh, he's. <laughs> no, I, I, I can't say I, I, the one experience I have is, um, of that's pleasant is still a good friend, like a brother. Chef Manuel, mm-hmm. Spanish chef, sous chef Javier, like those guys are, well, they're not literally brothers, but like brothers and they treated everybody in the kitchen like with compassion mm-hmm. until it was yeah. time, until somebody legitimately fucked up. Yeah. But, oh yeah. And that, and the way they did, I've never seen it, like just going, like I don't, it's the difference from Spanish joy to French mm-hmm. Shit, I don't Misery. know what they're very yeah. close together, but it's very no, different. No, it's so true though. Very different lifestyles, at least in the kitchen. Um uh like I've only I only saw it once. And this guy's got fucking this this French chef I was talking about, he's like such a piece of shit and he's such talk and puts his name on the menu. Meanwhile, the chef Manuel mm-hmm. like I'll have to like when he's off shit to be like, dude, you can't pick your nose, you're a chef. They just can't see it. Stop yeah. being a weirdo. And like, yeah. like, like it's so good. And um, but like, I only saw him one time, and I was like, "Oh, this is serious." And he was like, "Excuse me, um, one moment. Um, could you see me in the walk-in fridge, please?" And I was like, "Somebody's going to die." Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but again, at the end of the day, slaked and like, yeah. fresh blood, and it's like, oh, yeah. um, we need to call Tony. <laughs> we need to meet D delivery. Oh god, so good. So he's the only guy, and like, but like, I don't know if I told the story about how I fucked up. This is like, this should be in the Disney movie because this, this, this is, um, mm-hmm. package falling in the seat, like doesn't happen. This doesn't happen. I was working as the bartender at this Spanish restaurant, um, Andanada one fifty one one forty one doesn't matter Andanada on the Upper West Side, and a guy comes in. And sits at a table, and what I've not done is taken phone calls for the day. Like, I got in, we were only open for Mm -hmm. service at night, and for whatever reason, our host or hostess wasn't in quite yet, and I just was sitting at the bar, so I didn't take phone calls. So what I didn't take was, I think the the prestigious New York Times food critic will be coming in tonight. He looks like this. Oh, no, they don't tell you. His name is this... Was Please, it Bruni? Was it God. Frank Bruni? I, I, who knows? I, I forget at the time. But came right in and I was like, yeah, 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 let me get you a table. I'm, I'm a nice enough guy. But like this, for the, again, for those that don't know, like when they come in, it's not spontaneous. It's you know they're coming. Hands on they do get yeah. treated better and the kitchen is goddamn well alerted. God, as soon as they walk in. Oh, yeah. And I treated them well and made sure, like, I was knowledgeable about the menu, but what I didn't know to do was to alert the kitchen that the New York Times food critics here, because I didn't know. And my coked out fucking boss, part owner, manager walked in, and he was like, how's everything? <laughs> who is that? Like, who is, you didn't call me and tell me, serious? I was like, who's here? He's like, you haven't gotten, oh, oh my God. And of course he has to go in the kitchen and make the kitchen yeah. riled up and like flipped out. And to Chef Manuel's credit, he's like, it doesn't fucking matter. I'm cooking his gonna food be the good same way I'm cooking everybody else's food. And he did an amazing job, and he knocked it out of the park. 
but the New York Times didn't review the restaurant because afterwards the person said, I would love to speak to the chef. This was amazing. Let me buy him a drink. And I went back there and I was like, you did good. Like this guy wants to buy you a drink. And he's like, I'm fucking busy. I'm, uh. And I was like, no, like, look, dude, you gotta go you out. Should... You gotta do this one. Have and it's fine. And I was with like, this guy or a it'll be awesome. Or I'll pour you what you like. There was like a certain guy. I'll just pour you the drink you like. It'll be waiting for you. Just sit down for a minute. Let this guy compliment you, and then you can peace out. And so I set his drink down. I get this guy his drink. It might have been a woman. That might not be fair. A guy or girl. I think it was a female. I don't remember exactly. Um, uh, so I set his drink down. I set her drink down. Sorry to ramble. I see him. So the way it's set up is my bar is in the front of the restaurant. We have a back, like a beautiful garden area um, set up in the mm-hmm. back. I see him join the table. So... He joins the table. He sits down. I watch. I go, all right, my job is done. I've uh, alleviated the situation I already fucked up because I didn't know that the critic was here. So I turn my back for one second and I hear a glass smash on the table (laughs) and I hear screaming in Spanish and the chef slammed the door. Go back into the kitchen. The food critic get up in a harumph and storm out. And I asked what happened. And the moment he sat down, he complimented his food. Manuel said, thank you. And he said, or said, thank you. And something else he said, you know what you should do? One thing about being a New York chef, you should work on your English. Ooh. So he got pissed off, but again, to his credit, like he didn't like, you know, gotta do that shit. Wilt and like shit and be like, oh yes, I should. I'm glad you enjoyed your meal and now you insulted me. Because I gotta tell you, I think I think ninety nine percent of chefs in New York or wherever to a, mm-hmm. a quote unquote renowned critic would eat some shit. And he didn't. Oh, yeah, no, totally. And he paid the the price he paid, I guess, is not to get his food written up in the New York Times. But that asshole knew they did wrong because otherwise he could have written a bad review. And what would he have written? Like, he got offended when I said. No, but at least the the reviewer didn't, like, go through. Like, sadly, it was probably going to be a good review until the, like, the end. Right. But, like, speaking of that, did you – Ashley showed me this. It was, like, a month ago that the New York Times reviewed the um, fucking steakhouse in Brooklyn. I forget what it's called. It's right across the Brooklyn Bridge, the one in Williamsburg. Uh, something stri- – uh, not red, uh, not stripe. Oh, Been there forever. Man, it's not going to fucking – it's not going to land stripe. now that – I always thought it sounded like red stripe because it. it has that image on the – it's going to drive me nuts now, but it doesn't Whatever. matter. The, like, the steakhouse in Brooklyn. It basically got, like, it has been perennially reviewed as, like, the best steakhouse in New York City. And people go, and they pay all this fucking money. Yeah. And then it got reviewed bad because it was just, like, apathy. The apathy of the fucking menu and the servers, and they don't care. And they're like, cool, we just, like, yeah, man, we expect to, like, have... $200 tickets, and then you're going to tip me 40 bucks on that, because it's 20%, man. We're talking and Peter the Luger? Was... Peter Luger, that's yeah. what it was. Thank yeah, you. that's right. Thank you. Um, And it just got reviewed as, like, it's shitty now. 
Yeah, because they get. <laughs> hey. You want to say hi? Because, like, that. Did you go on the toilet? Why is she I like toilets. Toilet? Is she talking about me? Yay, Top of toilet? <laughs> Yay, toilet! <laughs> toilet, you podcasting. <laughs> you interrupted Casey's steak story. Come here, toilet. Junior. Come here. Say hi to Casey. Yeah, it's Casey. Hi. Hey. Hey, you. Hey, skunk. Come here. Hey. Say hi to Casey. Yay! Blow him a kiss. Hi, baby. Blow him a kiss. Oh, you want to come say hi? Yeah, I gotta go. Yeah. I'm working. I said yay toilet, and now it's time. You know? Hey. Hi! Look at you. Say, you got it, dude. Got it, dude. Oh, you, I got it, dude? Thank you, dude. You got it, dude. You don't have a cow, man. Yeah, that's new stuff. Say toilet. <laughs> Just go with yay toilet. Where are you? Hi, Meg. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Meg. Happy New Year to you, too. All right. Okay, all done. Sorry. That's just okay. You're good. No, that's a... That's, it's that's just a, parody. Like, you they got it. It's of the first of the do. year. Hey, okay, we gotta go. Oh. Goodbye, Dada. Bye, baby. Tub in it. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Good girl. <laughs> all right. Worth, uh, worth, uh, worth interrupting a story, but sorry, it was your story to interrupt. Um, Peter oh, no, Luger was, got a shitty no. review, as they should, because that's what happens when they get the, the hype like that. They just, yeah, they stop giving a fuck. It's like what happened with Tavern on the Green numerous times. Is yeah. Like, it just changed owners, and owners were like, what do you mean we're not doing well? We're called Tavern on the Green. They're like, yeah, but you're you not- make bad stuff. Yeah, you're not doing anything. You're not hiring a good chef. You're not- um, you're not updating the menu. You're not updating the decor. You're just going by the name and the location, and people are over that shit. In fact, you have a bigger hurdle yeah, no, to to jump because of who the fuck you think you are, and you're like, who the fuck are you? Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Well, it's um, like I that, never, I never like, went to Peter Luger, but I never Ashley and I had never done it either. And she was like, "Oh, you need to look at this. They got a fucking zero star review." Ooh. Yeah. Like, they, it was, like, not even just, like, ooh, it's, like, two and a half. Like, they were just, like, this place sucks, period. Yeah, they had a shitty But experience. also, like, I mean, this day and age, and that was part of, like, and I will say the article did the due diligence. The people who like Peter Luger were like, uh, fuck you, New York Times, we don't care. Yeah, of course, of course. And you know what? For all of that shit, anybody that... Like, yes. it's all arbitrary now. You might have had a waiter who was fucking so pissed off at the chef Sucks, that they gave man. you, that they personally tanked it. You might have had a chef that was so pissed off at the restaurant that they, per- like, you just don't know what happened. And then Ooh, literally yeah. 99% of the time, it's awesome. And you get an awesome waiter yeah. who's super stoked to have, a like, that job, like I'm talking about, to put in their dues mm-hmm. so they can actually raise a family in New York. People, that's not, I keep saying people don't get it, but. For those that don't get it, like the fact that you can actually have a roof over your head and raise a family, which yeah. people do. I never did. I never had it. We didn't have Ruby no. when I mean, we're doing it. But like no, a lot we, of the dudes I worked either. with at Orsay, like 
they had two or three kids and they were waiting fucking tables and they were hustling yeah and they were able to support their kids and that's that's saying a lot like i don't think you can do that outside of uh like a major city like you for example using my because i don't want to like generalize it you can't do that in watertown i'm sorry i don't think you can i don't think you can comfortably i don't know wait I don't tables so. at a restaurant and raise a family i hope you can i just don't think you can I, that's what i hope because i think there's just a culture in bigger cities that people are aware that people are making their living doing this her for example yeah. heard a great um podcast with charles barkley and conan o'brien this week and charles barkley mm-hmm. is i don't want to spoil because everybody should listen to that episode it is phenomenal charles barkley notorious for taking care of um hospitality and taking care of the people around him and staff uh he calls scotty pippen no tipping pippen uh Ooh, yeah girl i gotta tell you this other part now that we talked but um of course he talks about it. he's like, on a crushing epic dynasty oh, yeah. bulls he L- can't talk shit have... about mj casey but mj drops like a dime on a fucking card game so casey, he's like casey. he's tipping the waitress all right Grant. i got it Pin MJ. Just do and it. Barclay. Go, baby. Go. I gotta go. But also with Charles Barkley, he makes a great point where he's like, look, I can give an awesome tip to somebody waiting tables because that's how they make their living. And that tip mm-hmm. is going to change their world for yeah. a day, a week, a month, depending mm-hmm. on the tip. You know, I'm not even going to notice it in my bank account. He's like, I'm not bragging. I'm just saying I'm not like giving a good tip at a restaurant mm-hmm. will do nothing for me. It will do everything for that person. I was like, oh, I respect that. And then he's like, Scotty yeah. Pippen, I call him no tipping Pippen. Get this shit. He said, I was walking down the street with Michael Jordan and a guy reached out and he said, hey, man, can I have a dollar? And I gave him a dollar. And as we were walking, Michael turned to me and yelled at me. And he said, why'd you give that guy a dollar? If that guy can say, can I have a dollar? He can also say, welcome to McDonald's. What can I get you? Oh, spice! <laughs> that fucked up from MJ, yeah. who has made billions off of fucking McDonald's. So he's towing the company line. <laughs> oh, he's trying to. St- you're thinking it's. It's you thinking there's ulterior motives. He's trying to. Keep oh his no, staff. he's on the pyramid, man. <laughs> there's the the fucking Coke brothers or whoever owns McDonald's. MJ's like two or three tiers down. <sighs> So okay, so then it all filters down to the guy who so he's getting lives like, on the corner. He gets a taste when he gets that guy a minimum yeah, wage job. Yeah, why'd you give him a dollar? Because if he works at my place, I'm getting a little snoot off that old. I never thought about that. If that's real, that's disgusting. And I got a I feeling mean, it's that's, real. It is real, like, yeah. to an extent. Oh man. Uh, uh, yeah, like, too. you know, the fucking people who, you know, like, off of all these Marvel movies, like, they're talking, like, Friends and The Office are now off of Netflix, because Netflix refuses to pay $100 million a year for Friends. Now, really? Friends is in the ether. Yeah, it's like $100 million. But why, where is Friends landed right now? It doesn't exist it's to stream? In It's in the wild. That it is, could go. Yeah, it's as of January first. Friends in the Office are no longer on Netflix. Do you know how wild that is to me? I look. I can't even comprehend a hundred million dollars personally. I feel like I'm. I have yeah. enough comprehension to understand what a hundred million dollars means in business. 
And to me, Netflix Netflix has gotten that hundred million and then some off of Friends. I think because yes. there's literally been a Friends resurgence. Yeah. Of like not uh, Meg rewatched it nostalgically, but literally mm-hmm. kids watched it like Generation sure. Z or whatever. They watched it as, as though it's a new sitcom. Watch. And they're yeah. talking about it. And they're it's literally created the same shit. Everything's so ridiculously mm-hmm. cyclical. People are cutting their hair like Rachel in the same way people talked about getting the Rachel back in the 90s. Right. People are yeah. wearing high-waisted jeans and like vests and sundresses and shit. So actually, you know what? So they got their hundred million. People had their time with it. Maybe then, yeah, I guess they do just let it go. They got their taste and well, that's oh. my thing with with Netflix is like if what you're trying to do is and you've kind of like you have content, you're doing content, right. you're paying for things like the Irishman, you're paying for Stranger Things, you're paying for this like new stuff like that frees up shit in your budget. And also like friends can go away. I think. Yeah, I agree. Like, no, I agree. Okay. I agree. I don't know. like that I then makes room for something yeah. new. So where should because all... I don't think that like as as talented as they all are like does Courtney Cox still need to get a fucking ten million dollars a year still she gets from fucking off friends off no Netflix? they still do they all get that's oh. why it's a hundred fucking million dollars they were just because they're juiced into that final contract Ooh, it's still off them. of that final which is good for them but also like. Okay. But who like, gives a shit? We can yeah, all yeah. move on. I got it. I If you were to ask me if I would rather watch old episodes of Friends or see something new, even if it's shitty, I'd always take something new. I just would because I'm just kind of over it. Yeah. That being said, I'm rewatching The Wonder Years and it's lovely. It's on Hulu. Not as uh, lovely because they don't have the – they're not sh- – they've done – they didn't have the rights to the music for Wonder Years. Because they used mm-hmm. a bevy of very expensive music Real. that at yeah. the time, the Beatles and shit that at the time, I guess yeah. they age appropriate, cult- like yes. period appropriate music. But then streaming came into play or DVD actually came into play. That's why Wonder Years never came out on DVD because mm-hmm. everybody that owned these catalogs were like, <laughs> um, you can put out that DVD, but you owe us $1 billion if you want to use a Beatle, like all these Beatles songs and no. Joe Cocker and all this stuff. Well, and that's where all that, like that shit gets all fucking crazy is with streaming rights is because they're all locked into the old, like recording artist archaic system of like whoever owns the masters gets the most. And then it's a trickle down effect. Right. But that was like the old system of like, okay, cool. We're going to renew our contract with, this jukebox company and now like and now it's like napster and spotify and like it's just exponentially going and there are so many more and now with the streaming things it's like you can like our music video or our fucking comedy sketch for example jeans yeah we had that song and we had it like ordinary average guys it played in our thing and within the like two years of us putting it up and then, like, YouTube becoming popular, like, they scanned the song, and it went to the recording company, and the recording company was like, yeah, cool, you guys can play this song, but they could have taken our video off. 
But now it's only gotten like a 50 to 100 times more intense of just like oh, yeah. how much money, where's the money come from, where does it go? But that was not without mutual benefits. I don't know. That was not without benefits yeah. to them because they were like, yeah, you can use a song, but throughout the whole video, you can was click on the, the picture of the ad to buy the song. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. But it's Which not. I think it's. I thought it was cool at the time because they could have axed us because we're nobodies, not to put us down, yeah. but really. Um, but they didn't. I feel like maybe because somebody's like, yeah, it's kind of funny. I think the song fits the material, or but it was with, just a robot saying, dot, dot, dot. Like, they have 2,000 views, dot, dot, dot. Approved. With like something like Wonder Years, it's owned by ABC, which is now owned by Disney. Right. Like. How do you divvy up, like, ooh, we played 30 seconds of a Beatles song, and then we played 30 seconds of a Stone song. We played, like, once you start trying to parse out that very, like, to them is very piecemeal, but to us is, like, fucking thousands of dollars. Right. But then someone's like, uh, they played fucking 38 seconds of a fucking Clash song. Okay, so I gotta find who owns it. So they're just like, fuck it. I want to keep all that money. So I'm going to pay Johnson covers, and Mir covers. to cut me a new. They're all covers. The Rash song. Deep, boop, deep, 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 boop, 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 boop. New York calling me collect. What would you say if I talked other ways? <laughs> I don't know you, but I think you're great. It's like, I don't know. This seems odd. No, they, they're they genuine covers, but so, like, like literally, like, it's so good. That's, that, like, there's one of the greatest intros to a show ever. And part of it is Joe Cocker's gritty version of that song. But now it's like, yeah. it's like very lyrical. Oh, they, oh. And it's so hard to get at into. And it's give so, so Cocker amazing. the cut. They didn't get like, no. At least go for the intro. You would think so, but, but the, I think they were like, nope, but, we gotta let but him that know. That intro hits. That's fucking doom, doom, doom. Yeah. Fifty bucks, fifty bucks, yeah, yeah. fifty bucks every time. They're like, fuck it, I'm not gonna pay. I'm gonna I pay this woman to sing it off tune, and then they can't scan for it in Google. I think what is happening. It's all just I don't know. You can keep up with it. You can just roll with it. I saw something, and Meg is so smart, like, because I was watching, like, a football game or something, and it's like, coming soon, mysterious, peacock.com, a new streaming experience. And, oh, she, and I was like, what the fuck is Peacock? Like, it didn't have any of the stuff. And she's like, doesn't NBC have a Peacock? And I was like, that's oh, that's yeah. fucking dumb. That's NBC's streaming service. Same. So all the shit they own is just going to, that's where that limbo is going to end up. Yeah. And anything that they can't. Well, CBS is already doing it. Like, they're doing all the new Star Trek stuff. I judge everyone that owns CBS streaming. Sorry. I hate CBS so much. Fire. So do I. Fire EMS. Or no, Chicago EMS. Chicago Fire. Chicago PD. And after, I swear to God, I don't know what world I live in. After every crazy thing I see on CBS, and again, it's because football, because I'm a, Mm -hmm. I'm a ordinary average guy watching a little football. Everything on CBS is like, I was like, it sounds like fake, a fake show. Like, yeah, you know, coming out now, Chicago EMS. And, but then it always ends every show. It always ends with America's number one watch show, watch drama for 19 years. I'm like, what the fuck did I miss? 
or like it'll be like LL Cool J and Chris oh, James yeah. or whatever Chris, his name's. Yeah. Uh, Chris. No, it's fucking the guy that was Robin. It was Chris fucking, and he was in Son of a Woman. God yeah. damn it! And that show, they have a. show. I wish it was Chris Elliott. I want to see Chris <laughs> Elliott, but it's not. They have a show that apparently has been number one in on the for twenty five twenty five years. I didn't even know well, they had all a of sh- their shows are. And it's again, it's like called like forensic. No, cop it's fucking. Time. Isn't it like, like it's not CSI, but it's what's the Navy one? NCIS. Oh, South Philly. <laughs> like it's just... it's insane. Um. So, anyways, I guess not because I saw there have actually Star Trek Picard, and I was like, those sons of bitches. Now, of course, it makes CBS reasonable. I mean, what they got Finally, the new Twilight they... Zone, which they, I heard is yeah. only okay. It's only okay. They get the but right. But I will say in the room. about Star Trek Picard. One of the guys in the writers' room is Michael Chabon, who oh, is wow. a writer that I love. Cavalier and Clay, Werewolves of Pittsburgh. Absolutely. You know, like um, Yiddish Detective Union. But I was like, oh shit, they're giving that guy work. It's gotta be okay. No, I mean. Sometimes here's my take. We talked about Bond when we were last mm-hmm. talking, and to me, they're incredibly boring. It just doesn't. Oh, same my here. Boat. Yes. Now, to no. me, Star Trek has always been very, very hit or miss. It is mm-hmm. either mm-hmm. very interesting, which to me, um, Generation was. I really yes. enjoyed it, and it was probably yeah. just because it hit me at the right time. Or yeah. it can be like licking bones, man. Ooh, yeah. Just rough, rough, rough. It's like church cookies and hot yeah. water. So like I will say yeah. when I saw <laughs> when I saw that somebody was doing a make of a Star Trek and they focus on Picard, I was like, that's really smart. Because I think universally future. it's forward. Yes, it's a yes. new story. That's my thing with like Star Trek and my problem with Star Wars now is like all of the the retro storytelling, like all prequels, like I hate the shit in between because it has to be great to be good. Right. Like tell me a new story fucking in the future. Sure. Absolutely. Which is why like the Picard thing is interesting to me because I never thought they'd have the stones to like tell like a new story so i'm like that's cool picard's back on an adventure doing something and he's great that's what i was gonna say universally whether you like um next generation or not i think universally everybody was pretty down with picard he's good oh, he's a yeah, brilliant yeah, actor totally. he's fucking juilliard or yeah. what, whatever version of cambridge whatever he's brilliant and he can be yeah. self-deprecating like his he played no, himself he's... on extras and he was hilarious i don't know if any of you out there remember but he just played a guy who was constantly touching up scripts and his only touch-up was can there be boobs in it can she take her top and then uh her top falls off so funny oh man! thank you sir patrick stewart is that all you have to add he's like uh yes yes and then uh then her top falls off so (laughs) stupid so dumb so good though Oh man, I forget where we were on that track. Doesn't matter. We've we've meandered. We've gone. Oh, I was. Gonna we had say, the full on dad cast here. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It was a pretty good dad cast. Uh, um, 
uh, I don't know. Nothing wrong with that. No, no, it's good. It's a good way to start 2020. Um, our other dad, we didn't even mention it, is is rocking an art show right now. I can't wait to hear about that. Everybody will hear about that next cast. Um, dad wise, I was gonna say one thing, and I don't know Mm -hmm. why it's dad. It's just because um, I did see like my first movie since becoming a dad in a theater. Meg will argue this, but I don't know what movie she's talking about. And I didn't sneak one because I don't remember doing that. <laughs> is I did see the new Star Wars movie. Mm, what did you think? Did you see it? I have not. I've read a lot about it. Like, okay. I know what happens. Yeah. I enjoyed um, it very much. So, so for yeah. all of you out there, I really enjoyed it. But now I don't know if that is has the wash of me being in a theater like uh like a man yeah. who had amnesia and smelling the popcorn <laughs> and feeling the cool right. dew it's of the coca-cola the, on my hands the dreams of old movies of yore i think i was the only guy who every trailer i was like Whoa, oh, this looks pretty yeah good. top gun top gun Ooh. maverick all right top gun again Oh, cool. Bad I'm boys. Glad I got to see three every moment like I had brain cancer. Favoring every moment like <laughs> like it was about to end. Like you're that guy that sends Kevin Feige a letter. Like I ain't got much time left. Can you just give me everything you got? I am a trailer guy. They're like you can just watch I'm, those trailers. I'm a trailer on guy too. I'm a sucker for it. Oh, yeah. I remember coming home from college and being like, my parents have the internet. I'm going to spend a whole afternoon watching Apple trailers. Oh, doesn't uh, matter Apple what it is. is. Huge. Yeah. Um, no. So that was just a tangent. I, uh, when next you see it, there were a, c- yeah. a few groaners, a few, yeah. ooh, but as, as star Wars should, as any movie should, if sure. any movie doesn't have a groaner, well, that's not fair. Any movie of well, that genre. Again, they're not, I have risks. not seen, Rise of the Skywalker. Yep. I have a pretty good idea what happens. All I will say, I wish they had sent Ben Solo to the Hague. <laughs> okay. Like, he should have went on trial. Okay. Like, he got off too easy. Fair Spoiler enough. Spoiler alert. Fair enough. Spoils. We can debate this with Verno. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. But the man should have gone to Fort... She should have gone to space jail. We can say Fort Bragg. Fort Space Fort Bragg. Bragg. <laughs> Fort Craig. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, but, so, uh, but as for us dumb dads staying at home, you did yeah. finish The Mandalorian. I didn't finish it. I finished the uh, episode with uh, fucking Bill Burr. The comedian. The Bill, Bill Burr. Burr. Yes. That's a good I, one. That was a good one. I got two left. We got two left. I gotta say, that was not my favorite episode of the series. It felt a little too. And again, I'm nitpicking mm-hmm. at what I consider a really sure. cool piece because of art. Because we have so so much so little to nitpick. Exactly, because we don't get to do stuff. I'm I'm only I I just having fun with that episode because overall I thought it was so good. That episode felt like felt like a side story. It felt like a, mm-hmm. a felt like a little piece that was out just because it was a little bit. I don't know. Did it had a Guardians of the Galaxy feel? There was something. It had a very. It was, but that's the thing. They set the table, and then these characters got put aside, and now they exist in Star Wars. Yeah, for yeah. something else. Sure. Yep. Yep. Another yep. episode of The Mandalorian, or perhaps their own little like 
There you go. Yep. We're the the kooks from the Mandalorian. It's the Bill Burr show. <laughs> they were really kooky though, man. I, I I was a while since I watched it, but didn't one of them hiss a lot? Like that was an acting choice. That was the that was the 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 Twi'lek woman, I believe, hissed a lot because the the guy with the horns is the yes the crooked <laughs> yes it's Kurgan from Highlander and the crooked. <laughs> prison guard from Shawshank, you which I can never I remember his name. You don't, I don't think I didn't look that up immediately? I go, oh, that's Bill Burr. That's the chick from Game of Thrones. God, that guy looks familiar. And then I went, yes! yes. <laughs> that's the shysty prison guard. What'd you say to me? My wife? What this about guy's my about wife? to have an accident. Yeah. Take a big wet bite out of my ass. <laughs> It's like good for him. That made that so much more enjoyable. See, already talking into it. Then I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. I just it took it took me a minute to. But as you explain it, there you go. They were just planting a seed. It didn't have to. It didn't have to. Uh, John Favreau talked Bill Burr into doing that part, and it's a fun part. He's a goof. Like now, Bill Burr's in Star Wars. There may be a fucking movie where Bill Burr is the heavy. He's the sure. Star Lord of a Star Wars oh, movie. Oh, I'm not taking anything away from Bill Burr. Any, no. Anybody that's like, what kind of fool would be like, yeah, I don't think, uh, Star Wars? What? That's not me. Are you insane? You fucking, when you get to that level, you take every, I hope he's in the it's next true. Lord of the Rings movie. I hope he, he plays be in everything. Giblet or whatever the hell they are, you know? They're doing a Willow show on Disney Plus. He needs to be in fucking <laughs> no. Willow. He's a dirty daikini. Wait a minute. Who's playing Willow? I they're bringing back Warwick Davis, baby. Yes, that's gonna be Willow. Always hurt my heart because, in my opinion, it's hard to go back. And I love that movie growing up. Oh, I do too. I it's made like, a little bit of that was before Lord of the Rings. That's yeah. my fucking Lord of the Rings. And I still have great Mad Mardigan for it. Come on. Oh, Mad Mardigan was one of the all-time great. He's better than All-time greats. Yes. Now, I will say, and this is my opinion, I did myself a bit of a disservice for going back. And I think it's just, yeah. again, it's me because I loved it so much. <sighs> Some stuff that's a little slow and a little windy that my sure. 10-year-old yeah. brain quickly skipped over because I was pinging you know my mind's going a million i was looking at the couch cushions for 10 seconds and i yeah. didn't realize how long and winded that was so i'm really stoked they'll bring it back because it'll be awesome well yeah, off good i'm up lawrence, for it it's lawrence caston's son jake caston he posted a thing on instagram and that's how you know i'm such a fucking old nerd like because they're like we assume this is what he's working on it's been long rumored that ron howard's gonna bring back willow for Disney because you know like Lucasfilm owned has a part of Disney and it was just a picture of like a corkboard writing board but he had one of those flatty baseball caps yep you know but it was just a cartoon of of Willow on it and I went how did I not know there was a cartoon Willow hat and it was oh. like an old school like from the 80s like promotional Willow that I've is seen the it. thick brim with the flatty. Oh, yeah. And then the top is just like Warwick Davis as a cartoon going. Amazing. How could to I... which me, 10-year-old me, just went, 
There was a was there a Willow cartoon? Did I not know there was a Willow cartoon? Is it possible there was a Willow cartoon? There should be a Willow cartoon. There should have been. Or a Mad Mardigan focus. I gotta tell you, I'm a little nervous. So I saw a movie recently, it was actually good, but it, it's an older movie. It's called um Kill the Irishman. Uh, it, it's it takes place in Ohio, actually, Cleveland. It's about this guy named Danny Green, who was this tough fucking oh, Irish dock gotcha. worker who took yeah. on the mob in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is fucked up. Like I didn't realize, like in Cleveland in the summer of like nineteen seventy eight alone, or I'm getting in one summer of nineteen seventy, there were sixty seven car bombings. Like the city just exploded because it was like right. Irish. Yeah. It was a mob war. And for whatever reason, dirty Ohioans, like, car bombings were huge in Italy. Like, that was a big mob retaliation. But in New York, they've kind of made an agreement, like, that's pretty, that's taken it too far. Let's just put a couple in the back of people's heads. But Ohio just went. New York, it's confined, like, especially Cleveland, it's, it's weird. And I know this now that I live here. It's like, Cleveland is buttressed on the Great Lakes. Yep. It's a very industrial city. It's like Chicago. Like it's pushed up against that, the Great Lake. Mm-hmm. And then it just disintegrates into basically South Dakota. Just sprawls. So there's nothing but space. Like Manhattan, you're confined because you got fucking water and you got to take subways. Like fucking Cleveland is right there on the water and there's ships coming in and out in the fucking highway. You can be in Buffalo, New York in like 45 minutes. You can be in Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's one of those cities where it's like, I had a guy drive in, blow up a car, and then he fucking drove out, and it was 30 minutes later. Like, it's just this, it's such it's a traffic way spot. Be- go between. Or if you head south, then you head toward, you're in the middle of fucking nowhere until you hit Oha- until you hit Columbus, where we live, which is like an hour away. Right. So you can just hide in the fucking middle of fucking nowhere. The uh, the actor playing the guy that was brought in, like the um, the cleaner, if you will, he was uh, the other Fratelli brother. I didn't think Ooh. that was a detail I was going to mention. The Literally, guy from uh, Die Hard. Yes, Johnson. The Die Hard Fratelli, the three, one we talked about, the Johnson things. son. But the detective our... in it is Val Kilmer. And so this movie's from like 2014, and he doesn't look great. He looks very puffy. Um, yeah. So I'm a little nervous about a Mad Mardigan situation. And I've all I this they'll recast him. Yeah. What's that? I said they're going to recast him. No, you can't do that shit. Can't they do? Or you like have old Mardigan, Leia Organa shit. But he's still alive. <laughs> he just can't talk because he's he's a Christian scientist and he's got cancer so bad on his tongue but but they can't they take if they can do the face can't they take old snippets of audio i say just just give a new give me a new marnigan who was it gonna be kumail i don't know yes please since oh that'd be amazing already just give him the same long wig <laughs> and the same kumail will It'd do it done, done since Lock we talked in. last i did see that that online explosion viral explosion of kumail that's insane fucking so fucking fit you know what's funny about that nothing's funny i was telling ashley kumail was always very like built and big he was always big so people are lumping him in with fat lazy comedians he was always 
in fine shape. We're Not, the but, fat lazy kid. Well, like me, I'm the fat. You were you. We have video. You were fit, like you were in the Kamao camp. Yeah, but I'd play. But one he of was the, always like, like the little Nancy sidekick or whatever. I'd be <laughs> Kumail's dumb sidekick that twirled. But uh, uh, Kumail Mardigan. Oh, is the shade? What I was. What was interesting about that is when I looked that up and I went, "Good for him." Two people: Christian Bale and the guy that looks like Christian Bale from Memento. Um, oh, um, God damn it. I can't think of his name. Yeah, we don't no. know who I'm talking about. They yeah, both... I'll think he was in the proposition. Like, he's yeah. awesome. He's a good actor. He's, he's, a great he's actor. very good actor. But the, both of those guys were throwing, I don't know where it came from and why they even weighed in on it at all. They both tweeted, commented Shade, and they said, Let's see what he looks like after the studio's not paying for his gym membership. Oh, easy, bros. <laughs> what the fuck is that? What? Like, why? Especially from Christian Bale, who was like, who went from the machinist and as like horrifically skinny, where he was like, I literally just ate an apple a day. Yeah. Smoked for, cigarettes. You know, 10 months. Yeah. And got horrifically skinny. And then the next movie that it was Batman, where like, I got horrifically jacked in the equal amount of time. And people are like, that's a sickness. Like, you can't yeah, yeah, that's do that. Like, don't be sick. And for him to just be like, I want to see what he... I think they're jealous because they're just like... Yeah. He it's got so elegantly buff, he'll probably get very elegantly unbuff. Because yeah. he was always buff. Buffish. Like, he always had a, like, very big frame. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, they're just, I don't know, maybe they're upset because they don't have current super... Why, but there's no reason for either of them to be upset. I don't know why they... Guy Pierce. Thank you, Guy Pierce. Fierce words from Pierce. Okay, also, it's because he's throwing shade because uh, fucking Batman's going to be in the new Thor movie. Christian Bale's in talks to be the The villain in Tika Watiti's new Thor movie. As Batman? No, he's going to be the bad guy. Because well, um, Robert Pattinson gonna... <laughs> is going to be Batman. No, no joke. No joke. He's going to play Thor's uncle. Yes. Who the The fuck? god of fear, Cull, Thor's uncle. It's like a jerk practice sketch. I don't know. Just laid bare for the world. Yeah. He's got to be an uncle. Oh, man. Give, I'm just gonna start, I'm just gonna watch World War One movies. And it's better. Long. His name is Unc. His na- the character's name is Cull, and he's the uncle, so it's Uncle. Is that right? Is that that's where it, it came from? Obviously, it's a hundred percent. That's the character they're speculating he's gonna be. No, but you think that's the origin of the name? Oh, I wish. Cole? I mean, that's like, like sixty. That's like sixty seventies Marvel. They're like, I don't know, Thor's evil uncle. Like, I don't call him Call. That sounds evil. Uncle. He's scary. I wish it was Hunk. Uncle, the <laughs> uncle of fear. Uncle, the uncle of fear. Uh, that's <laughs> that's, see, that's trademark. That's a trademark. That shit. That's an indie comic needing to be on the racks. Tum yesterday. Uncle, <laughs> the uncle of fear. That shit is good. <laughs> Oh, just a, and it's just a bad uncle. God, it writes itself. It's just that shitty uncle who like does he's weird hunkish? stuff, makes you yeah. But he's ba- he's uncle that lives in basement hunkish. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's right, he's, exactly. he's one weight bench. He's one weight bench, yeah. one weight bar. Uh, 
and some rope. So he's got a weight bench and he's got one barbell. Yeah. But then, mm-hmm. or not bar, yeah, bar, bench, well, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. One bench press thing. And then if he wants yeah. to do curls and shit, he wraps like a string around, like the metal weight. And oh, like yeah. That. Maybe fills he does the, he pumps, like he'll go out and pump on the corner, the signs on the corner. Oh, yeah. And your mom and dad don't, you're like, don't go to the basement. Hunkle lives down there. You can't go after six o'clock. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. Because Hunkle's Uncle watching his tapes. Here. He's watching his tapes. Yeah, like, they're like, what do you have, honey? Is that a Don't white matter. VHS tape? That's Uncle's! Yeah. That's Uncle's! That's Uncle's! Give it! He's Give the it. Uncle of Fear! Be afraid! <laughs> uncle the Uncle Get up here! We gotta lock him in there. Like a werewolf. He's like a werewolf. <laughs> no. After the, the moon rises, lock Uncle in the basement with his Our tapes. buddy, Joey had a Hunkle the Uncle here, but it was just his dad's <laughs> That's what I'm old thinking war of. buddy. And, and, exactly. And it was literally like, if you got like, like I was like, oh, what's down here? It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> uncle the Uncle. The, that's, that's, all right. We got there. We got there. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Mr. Hadley, he's captain of the guards. I'm Mr. Norton, the warden. You are convicted felons. That's why they've sent you to me. Rule number one, no blasphemy. I'll not have the Lord's name taken in vain in my prison. The other rules, you'll figure out as you go along. Any questions? When do we eat? You eat when we say you eat. You shit when we say you shit, and you piss when we say you piss. You got that, you maggot dick motherfucker? (laughs) On your feet. I believe in two things. Discipline and the Bible. Here you'll receive both. Put your trust in the Lord. Your ass belongs to me. Welcome to Shawshank. Oh. Real, uh, speaking of Uncle the Uncle, this is it's so short and tight and fun, and it has to do with that kind of thing of like tough dudes recognizing tough dudes. Um, this woman I work with, crazy brother, drove down. She was like, My fucking crazy ass brother who's not allowed in my house just showed up like fucking cousin Eddie. And now I don't know what to do because he's got his kid and his girlfriend with him, so I'm letting him stay. And there's a dark road there, but then I met him and I was like, Whew, this guy's a tough character. This guy's an interesting... He's, got a little, he's a little hard, a little as we say. Anyways, I'm walking away, and for those of you that don't know, I have a jean jacket, and it has a cool backsplash patch from this podcast I love, Tell Him Steve, Dave. Oh, gotcha. And yeah, it's yeah. designed to kind of look like a hardcore biker patch. And it's this club that basically is just, they're called the Four Color Demons, because, Casey, you maybe can explain a little mm-hmm. better, because it's the four primary colors, I know there's only yep. three primary colors, it's the four colors that are used in printing the, comics. Yeah, the four color dot matrix dot that matrix. they use to print comics. So it's basically a nerdy comic book reading yep. club. And I get it a lot, like, hey, like, jokingly, like, what biker gang are you in? Because if you take one look at me, you go, 
eh, that's definitely not a bite thing. But this guy goes, hey, what are your colors, man? And I literally was like, what is he Four talking about? And I, he's like, hey, what, 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 who do you ride? And I still was like, because I, I forget that's on my jacket. I, I drive like, a car. And then Cheryl goes, he wants to know what bike gang you are. And I go, uh, four color demons. And he literally just, this is how I know that he's full of shit. He goes, uh, four CD. Got you, brother. And just walked away. And I was like, yes! holy shit. Four CD. Oh, Got man. you, brother. It's like, and I didn't correct him. I was legit, like, no, of course man. not. Why would you? A legit in his um, eyes. No, it actually, that f- 4CD, man, that's all they need. Fast forward two days. Apparently, he, the police were called because he tried to choke somebody out because they got in his face because he was using the N-word too much. Ooh. <laughs> and then he went, I'm a, I'm a 4CD. <laughs> Takes my fun story right <laughs> down the toilet, if you will, as Ruby would say. But that's where it should realm. go. Yeah, that's, that's where, where it should, should go. End. Someone who sees your thing is like, yeah, dog, that's the shit. And then he's like, I hate <laughs> black people so much I'm arrested. <laughs> oh, well said. Oh. Well said. Oh. 